Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey, everybody. So today we have a little bit interesting show. It's probably not going to be as long, but something that we've talked about recently as our guys have been aging is what would we have done differently? And I don't want to get wrapped up in, you know, the beating ourselves up over what we should have done better or could have done better or so on and so forth. But I think every pet owner, especially when it's your first, (laughs) there's Riley, especially when it's your first adult pet and, you know, you're learning and you're growing and you make mistakes. And I'm sure for those of you who have children, you do the same thing with your kids. You know, there's not a manual for life. So, um, So we decided we would each talk about five things that we would have done differently when raising our dogs. Yeah, so a couple of things that people will do is beat themselves up over things, and and we're we're not promoting that. We've all made mistakes, so uh, this is just for future reference, and if you're maybe if you're thinking about uh, getting a pet for the first time, maybe using some of these ideas. Yeah, hopefully we can help you so you don't make these same mistakes. And before we continue, you've got a Finley or Riley hair on the bottom ah. of your cap. I had to get that <laughs> off. So, yeah, the, our attempt with all of these videos is to help people make the best decisions when adding a pet to their family um, or whether or not it's the right decision. So um, if you like these videos, please subscribe. Please drop us a comment about what you would do differently. And um, we always love to see pictures of your pets. So please share those as well. Um, All right. So do you want to start or? Sure. So I think the first thing I would do is I would have researched food Um, and I would have, I would have probably in the beginning, mostly with Finley, I would have started with a better food than we did. Um, that being said, we never really did give too bad a food. It's just, yeah, we we, could have done better. Yeah. We always, um, we always, we always gave them better food than just like the average, you know not going to name any brands, but you guys know what I mean. So we always went for something a little more expensive and higher quality, but yeah. But but even those things you've got to watch, Yeah, you know, because you're, you're, a lot of times you may be paying for branding. So true. And honestly, our diets have gotten so much better than when 16 years ago when we got Finley. So we read labels more for ourselves now. So it's, I think that's a maturing factor. Um, do you want to go through your list first and then sure. we'll see how many? Yeah, and then we'll see items? if they overlap because yeah. we did not share our notes prior to this. Nope. So we wanted to make sure that we kept that autonomous. So, um, An- anonymous. Anonymous? Yeah. Is that not, is anonymous, right? Well, not really anonymous, but we. <laughs> anyway. It's not autonomous. <laughs> we wanted to keep it separate so that we would have. Not no influence over each other on our answers. Yeah, exactly. So anonymous. Um, and I will cut that out, by the way. No, or maybe I, I won't. I don't know. Maybe I'll leave I think it in. They like it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, hopefully, people are laughing at us. I think I would have done more activities. We did some, like we did Earth Dog with Finley, but that was once or twice a year. Um, yeah. We we attempted to do some agility 
but that for some other reasons uh we we could do we quit doing that i would think i would have done a little bit more activities maybe if it was just hiking or or anything like that with with them Um, and we did go on lots of hikes uh, when they were younger, you know, we've got some great parks near us where we would do some nice trail walks with them. And, and that was always fun. But yeah, I wish, I wish we had done more of that too. Yeah. So, uh, I would, and this is a very, um, I don't know how to say the word, but it's, it's a very personal experience. I would have never given rawhide treats. That was one of the scariest days um of our marriage (laughs) but it was uh you know hearing your dog grasp for air and both our hands bloodied from trying to remove the rawhide that was clogged into his throat that was so scary so i would i would never give treats like that ever again let's talk about that for a minute because this is an educational opportunity so um you know, rawhides are, they're not healthy for one. Um, in fact, our breeder had said, oh, it's kind of like giving your dog ice cream. So, um, you know, it, it, it's it's not a healthy treat. And, uh, and, and I think we gave rawhides to Finley because he had so much energy and he was an only dog at the time. Well, actually, when he choked on it, he was not. Um, but, you know, if you do not supervise your dog when it's chewing on a bone or a rawhide or anything like that. Um, shoot, I just uh, saw a friend of mine got uh, rescued a new puppy and on her on my friend's birthday, she had to take the dog to the vet. And I was like, oh no, what happened? Well, the puppy ate something and mm-hmm. you know, puppies will do that. So, you know, even with puppies, you have to be so careful. So, but with rawhides, um, you know, what had happened in our case was it was like the, um, the round, like cigar shaped, we would say rawhide. So it was just like a round tube and it had gotten small enough that Finley was able to put the whole thing in his mouth and it had gotten soft enough that I don't know. All I know is that I was sleeping. It was a Saturday morning and, um, I heard him screaming for me like bloody murder. And this one does not get amped up over a lot of stuff. I'm usually the one that freaks out over nothing. And he was, it was a definite, like I hopped out of bed, didn't even put my glasses on, ran downstairs. And he told me, you know, Finley's choking on a bone, Finley's choking on a bone. And we had already decided that we were not going to continue giving rawhides. Um, so I was thinking it was a Nyla bone. I was like in my, you know, 630 AM fog, I was like, what is going on? And so then he said, no, it was a rawhide. I guess Finley had been barking and he, Michael was afraid that he was going to wake me, which he didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so he had given him a rawhide and it got lodged like sideways in the back of his throat. So there would already had been some vomiting. Riley, since we've told you, she's very empathetic and she was, Michael was holding Finley. Riley's jumping up at Finley because she knows he's in distress. She knows we're in distress. So she's freaking out. And, um, and I'm like searching his mouth and there's nothing in there. It was lodged sideways in the back of his throat. And, um, as Michael said, we're trying to clear his airway and we can't. And unfortunately we knew nothing about pet CPR or, you know, safety, Heimlich, whatever. So we didn't know how to get it out of there. 
So I'm trying to like clear it from the back and we still have scars on our fingers from the puncture wounds. And so we're bleeding. Finley's, uh, you know, in bad, bad shape. And so, um, oh God, take it, it's taking me back. Yeah, let me, let me. So we weren't able to actually clear it, clear it, but it went the other way. Well, I was, I was getting to, okay. <laughs> I was getting, so what happened was he started, Finley was, you know, choking and not making any noises or anything. He actually started to lose consciousness. Yeah. And I think what happened was it caused his throat to relax and then the rawhide slid down his throat. And I still remember Michael laying him on his side on the floor right over there. And I just watched his little stu- little stomach and it was breathing and it was breathing. And he hopped up and he ran under the kitchen table because he was freaked out. And yeah. we both sat down on the floor and just busted into tears, yeah. like backs up against the stove, crying, watching Finley, watching us. And, um, and at that point it was... I, I guess enough time had passed or, or we had to wait until the vet opened or we called the emergency vet or whatever. I don't even remember, but they said, okay, well, the good news is, is he's okay, but now you have to worry about a blockage. So um, what happens with that is an indication of a blockage is they drink water and they throw it back up. They eat food and they throw it back up. And, you know, of course they're not eliminating. So it was actually my dad's birthday dinner and Michael that evening. And so Michael stayed home with Finley and monitored him and thank God we did not have, I mean, I was, I was on the hotline with Jesus at the, at the <laughs> time all this was happening. I was like, this, please, this can't happen. This can't happen. We had, it was in the 2007, eight downturn of the economy. We were going through hard times with that. And I was like, this cannot happen. It cannot happen. And, uh, and by the grace of God, it, you know, it, he was okay. So all of that said, do not feed your dog raw hides. They're not good nutritionally, and they can be very, very dangerous. We Extremely dangerous. We could have lost him. So yeah, learn so, from us on that one. So that would be the that was number three uh, of on my list of five, and probably the one that that like Megan said she was going back. I was going back too because it it was such a traumatic experience for everyone involved. Um. Number four on my list is, and this is Finley Sum, Riley really is the one that I should have done better at, and that was socializing and or re-socializing Finley after some bad experiences with dogs next door and dogs across the street. Uh, Before we had these experiences with uh, a neighbor who just really didn't take care of their animals and you guys know we've talked about that before right so before that finley was relatively social and uh, he would go to doggy daycare and he loved playing with the bigger dogs but after when we went to let me interrupt real quick when we went to our first earth dog event it was like a lot of the other terriers were very territorial and snapping at each other and finley was just like man this is awesome hey everybody how's it going what's going on yeah so he was very socialized and he is actually a canine good citizen qualified dog he he went through that course Uh, but because of experiences he's had and we've all had experiences of post-traumatic stress finley has developed a fear uh he doesn't dislike other dogs he just fears them and he reacts when he sees another dog 
in a negative way or what we would perceive as a negative way. Yeah. And Riley, um, she was kind of born into that. And so Riley's never really learned different. Yeah, she was a puppy when, so our neighbor had one aggressive dog and um, that had issues, but then she got another dog and the two of them together were extremely, uh, extremely aggressive. And I think we told you she didn't have, she didn't want to fence in when we fenced in. So she actually would tether them with a leash and that causes more aggression. So when Riley came along, those two dogs were already there, very aggressive at the fence you know, they would fence fight, Finley would bark back and Riley learned, oh, we go and bark at this fence. In fact, to this day, she is aggressive at the one fence and not the other. There is a dog on the other side that, and and neither of the dogs that are there now are aggressive at all, but they're dogs. They're excitable, but, but like a normal dog would be. Yeah. Like this, the dog that's on the aggression side now is, um, it just, I, I think, likes to come out and run up and down the fence and bark with my do- our dogs. But the one over yeah. here will bark, and they'll go over there and bark, but not at all like they will at the one side of the fence that they learned is the aggressive side. It's very interesting. Yeah, and what it's done is it's taken, so if we go for walks or anything like that, and this is another pet peeve of mine. I know we're talking about what we done diff- would do differently. If you're taking your dog out, on a walk in a park or wherever, don't assume that the other dog that you see someone else walking wants anything to do with your dog. So if you're using, first of all, I don't, I'm not a big fan of them, but if you're using the flexi leashes, rein that thing in because we end up having to stop and tell people, Hey, our dogs are afraid of other dogs. They don't get along very well. It's probably not a good idea unless you just want your dog to get bit to have them come get in our dog's face. So I'm, uh, I'm begging you, please use some decorum when you're out on walking around with your dog on a flexi leash or on any leash or not leashed. Like I had an instance in, in our neighborhood where this golden retriever, I think it was a golden or a golden mix came bounding towards us. And, you know, I, I was by myself. I have my two dogs on their leashes and it comes bounding towards us. And the, the owner is like, you know, I don't know, like five houses, four houses down and screams out, she's friendly. And I scream back, mine aren't. Yeah. And luckily, you know, my, our dogs were barking enough and that dog was kind of like, oh, maybe I shouldn't stop and, and, and get in their faces. So it worked out well, but, uh, you know, there's there are leash laws for a reason. And, um, yeah, that's a bit. And I think pet owners or dog parents everywhere are giving you a little amen on that one because I think that's a common issue that we have. Just because your dog is friendly does not mean that the other dog is. Yeah, and, and we're not saying that the other dog is defective or or just the dog's scared and doesn't i mean if somebody you didn't know came running up to you and got you know in your your face you'd be like you know hey whoa uh so i think it's uh i think that's a it's a pet peeve of mine it's also um it would be nice to have the dogs a little more socially um adjusted adjusted or, or socialized socialized the final one is a simple one, and it's probably an easy one, and, but it, it spend more time with them. Um, you know, we all have work we have to do, and we all and some of us get to do. And now that we're going through this pandemic, uh, 
we're getting to spend a lot of time with our dogs, but we know we had jobs and, or have jobs and you have to go to a place to do that job. And, and you'd come home and you'd spend a couple hours with their, our dogs and in the evenings. Um, but you're tired and, and, and I would have, I would have loved to have had a little more of what we're experiencing now then. And, yeah. uh, so cherish your time with your family pets cause they are your family members and, um, spend some time with them. So, so that's my list. So that segues perfectly into my list because my number one is find a work from home job so I could spend more time with them. So I am loving this time with the dogs and um, I, I, I think back on, you know, when Finley was a puppy and when Riley was a puppy and how great it would have been to have just been working from home and having that, um, that time with them, you know, to take a little walk on the lunch break and, and it just, just, I mean, they sleep all day, but having them with me or with us or, yeah. you know, wherever they choose to be is just a really nice thing. And, and you can stop for cuddles and, it's just great. So that's my number one. It'll be interesting how these lists compare. <laughs> my number two is training. So we did do some really good training with them. However, my my notes say post-attack should have re-socialized them. So um, after they were attacked from the, the dogs across the street, um, I wish that we had just gone. Actually, even before that, I wish that with the aggressive dogs next door, we had just, instead of, instead of kind of like, oh, let's walk them when there's not a lot of dogs out, we should have been like, let's walk them when there are a lot of dogs out so we can re-socialize them. So that's a big one for me. And a subheading under that is absolutely zero negative training. So when we started out, we didn't really know much about positive reinforcement training or training in general. And a friend had lent us a book about the monks of New Skeet that um, they would uh, raise German shepherd dogs. And there was a lot of like the alpha dog rollover, you know, put your dog on its back so it knows that you're boss. And I did that with Finley and I'm embarrassed that I did that with Finley. Um, when Finley was pulling, we tried a choke collar. It was yeah. awful. Not a prong collar, which is worse, but a choke collar is just as bad. I mean... A harness is, is all you need and some good training. So I really, really, really feel bad about that. That is somewhere that I feel a sense of guilt for, I mean, I was watching um, a particular trainer on television that does a lot of negative reinforcement training. And then when I came across It's Me or the Dog and Victoria Stillwell and was seeing what she was able to do positively, it was like mind boggling. And I opened our minds so much. And we'll have to do a future episode on when we got trained by Victoria Stillwell. Yeah. So, um, so that's my number two. My number three is food and nutrition. So another one that we share. Kind of crosses over there. Yeah. Yeah. So ideally, I would love to make their food myself. I don't even cook for us. So that is, you know, that is a large task, but um, feeding only high quality food. And I think we touched on that one pretty well. Um, that really does make a difference, you know, in your, your pet's longevity. So um, pay attention to nutrition. Um, number four is more activities, less rawhides. So it's funny that that was, yeah, we talked about rawhides, the yeah. same, the same one, um, you know, and, and why I put more activities, less rawhides is because 
like when, and you know, I guess it wasn't so much Riley because with Riley, she had Finley and Finley, you know, when he was a pup, he didn't have anyone else and he had a ton of energy. And I wish that I had known about puzzle games and I wish I had tried like hide and seek with his kibble and things like that to really work his mind in addition to the walks that we were taking and stuff like that. But we would give him a rawhide to kind of, you know, like a pacifier for a baby. Well, we were being lazy. To be quite honest with you, we were being lazy. We, we were tired. We had been working all day. uh, And here, this guy had probably been sleeping all day. We come home, he's ready to play. We're ready to chill. Yeah. And and that's, um, that's not a good thing. mm -hmm. So again, it's not good good for the dog and it's, it's not good for you either. No, no. And that's where we talk about like researching the breed, you know, perhaps a terrier was not the right breed for us because of the way that our lifestyles were. Now we probably wouldn't change it for the world because these have been the most incredible dogs we've ever had. Um, well, I don't know ever, but they're just incredible. We're not going to, we're not going to rank our dogs, but, um, (laughs) yeah. So that was my, that was my, uh, my, my number four, right? So I did. Okay. And then my number five is, uh, desensitize, uh, like the paws and the mouth. So I wish we had regularly brushed our dog's teeth from a young age or paid more attention to dental care. Now I know a lot of people that feed raw, don't have the problem that people that do not feed raw have because uh, a raw bone will work away at the gunk on their teeth. Um, We've had some bad experiences with raw feeding with the dogs getting sick and getting really, really sick. So, you know, I'm going to just kind of leave that one there. But if you're not feeding raw and you are feeding a kibble diet, you've got to take care of their teeth. So from a young age, desensitize them to teeth brushing, um, desensitize them to uh, their paws. Now we did, you know, touch their paws as um, puppies a lot, but they, they really fight us on the, the nail trims, um, you know, one of them more than the other. Yeah. But um, just that's something, you know, um, they both have some dental issues and I, I wish we had been a little bit better with that. Um, as you know, dental issues can, can lead to heart issues. So, um, you know, it's all, it's all connected. So that's my list. It's interesting that most of our items were the same. Yeah. It's, it's, it, we truly did not share any information. We just both seem to be on the same page because our experience is the same. We, we experienced the, uh, raising of these two family members, pets together. And so we know the problems and we know the issues and we've talked about them before. So it could almost be predicted what we were going to talk about, I think, but it was interesting. It's how they overlapped and kind of cool. And we would love to know what you would do differently. So drop a comment below. Let us know, um, please y'all, if we could get you to subscribe to our channel so you could see our our episodes as soon as they're ready. That would mean the world to yeah. us. We um, we really want, we have such a mission to make the world a better place for pets, um, especially dogs, of course. And um, the more subscribers we get, the more attention the uh, channel gets, and then the more we can start sharing um, awesome helpful tips. Um, so we'd love to know what you would do differently. And if you have any comments on what we've shared today, maybe we're missing something glaring that we were like, Oh yeah, gosh, you know, we should have done that too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was fun. That was interesting. It was. And 
folks, if you're listening to us on a podcast, we appreciate that. We're available on all the podcast services. And um, you can review us too. You that can re- would be that's wonderful. exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. If, if you would drop a review, that'd be great. It would help us out. And we really appreciate this. And uh, thank you as always. And until next time, we will see you soon. Yeah, make sure to look for us everywhere online and social at Dog Nerd Show, dognerdshow.com, dognerdshow at gmail.com. Bye.